<laughs> we are two days away from Chiefs kickoff, and we have all made our predictions for the year. For Nick, he's got 20 and 0. He's got the Chiefs and the Cowboys meeting in the Super Bowl. Drew, you're predicting an all-birds Super Bowl, Eagles over Ravens, and I, of course, believe in the Commanders, the Patriots, and Kirk Cousins eventually losing to my Chiefs. Greg, it's time to debut your predictions with the caveat. You cannot waver from these predictions, okay? We put it on tape. We're recording this. So if something <laughs> goes awry, we're going to bring this back no, on. Now he doesn't want to say you, it It's now. not just live. It's being recorded. I don't okay, need take to it waver. Away. I stand behind everything that I say. Let's do it. Okay, yeah. And when he doesn't, he just says it. He's exactly. just like, you know what? I changed my mind. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah, I, or, I, or I was wrong. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> I'm okay He's with that. We've heard that, that than the rest before. of us. Go ahead. At any rate, my AFC playoff teams, look, this is it's no brainer. Kansas City right there. Jaguars. Uh, the Bengals, the Bills. I like the Steelers. Mm. I don't know who. I don't Me know too. how you guys feel about Steelers. Mm-hmm. I really like the Steelers. I'm, and then my Love last it. two, I got the Broncos because I stand by what I said. Plus, I like the Broncos. That's my dark horse. And as long as Sean Payton and Russell Wilson figure it out, by golly, they gonna make the playoffs. Well, Let's go. Out, yeah. And then I got the wow. New York Jets. I'm not. It, 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 the New York Jets is an interesting one for me, but the entire AFC, it's kind of like a smorgasbord of who's going to beat up who. How can you get in? Will the Chargers miss out? Miss out? Yes, they're going to miss out. I'm wow. sorry, Justin Herbert. I like you a lot, but I think you're going to miss out because I feel like the Broncos have the better coach. So that's, that's so, well, that, the, there's another team you don't have on there. I don't have that, the Ravens on there. So I don't either. Brew loves the Ravens. Also, you should have called the Broncos your dark Bronco because that's a horse. Come on. It was right there for you. But the Ravens part, it was just right there. It was just sitting there. I'm curious why you don't have the Ravens in because you said you don't know how so, much we like the Steelers, but we talked about it last week. We both got the Steelers. Watching, so you don't know why I don't like the Ravens. So for me, when you look at that AFC North, they're going to beat up on one another. Deshaun Watson's obviously back, and with the Cleveland Browns, they're going to be a team that probably knocks off some of these teams in that same division. But for me, it is all about Lamar Jackson and this offense being in a, a different style offense, and I think that they're going to try to throw the ball so much that they get away from their true identity, which is running the football. And if you don't have that running game to support Lamar, we don't know what Lamar can be. Mm. We hope that he can be fantastic. I believe that he has the, po- the potential to do it, but we've never seen it. We've never seen him just being a pass-first offense, and so until I see it, I don't know if it's going to work. And their defense, I didn't even mention their defense. Want to know why? Because I don't know if they have one. And yeah. when is the wow. last time we said, said that, that about, about the, the Baltimore? That's Thank true. you. That's Look, I, I, the only thing you and I have different is I've got Baltimore in there instead of Denver. Now, I obviously don't want that to happen, but I, I wouldn't mind you being right about the Broncos. Like, I, I think that'd be a great story if Russell Wilson can bounce back with Sean Payton and all that. But the Ravens. I don't have the questions about their offense. Like, I do think Lamar is going to be great in this offense. You're right. We haven't really seen it. It's similar, though, to what he did at Louisville. And the weapons are the best he's ever had. We keep saying that, but they are at the receiver. We know the run game is going to be strong. And, Greg, I think what it's going to do is just open up running lanes for him that haven't been there in the past. I don't mean planned runs, but scrambling. 
And I think he's going to be a terror scrambling if he can throw the ball outside the numbers. Defensively, I get it. There's some questions, but they've been top 10 six of the last seven years, top five for the last five years. So I just think that's their culture. It's going to be at least a top 10 defense. Um, quickly, Greg, before we go to the NFC, say Flowers. What's going on? Look, I, I roll I think, with Zay Flowers. I've been I think a big the, Zay Flowers I, guy because I of you. Like, I like Zay Flowers. I even think that Lamar's going to have a really good year. I just I don't trust their defense more than I don't trust Lamar. Like I I, I actually believe in their offense a lot more yeah. than I believe in their defense. But I don't yeah. know if they can stop anybody, and they haven't proven that they're just going to outscore everybody. Same thing. Mm, Christina, put this one in pencil. Put it in pen. Wait, wait, wait. No. Broncos, Ravens. It's put in pen. No, 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 no. no. That is in pen, baby. No, don't even put it in That's pen. That's in pen. Put it in Sharpie. No. Uh, okay. <laughs> you, you're picking bad yeah. before the season starts. We'll see what happens. Well, well, at least I stand behind it. You always wait. I stand behind it. I got the rail. Go ahead. All right, for the NFC, you see what it is. The Eagles are going to fly high. I like the Eagles. I like the New Orleans Saints when we talk about the NFC South. I mean, it's a toss-up, but the Saints have the more stability there. Uh, the 49ers, Brock Purdy, I think he's going to get it done. Defensively, we know who they are. The, the Detroit Lions. Lions, I love you. Yes, I do. Let's go make me right and start it off week one. Matter of fact, start it off in a couple of days uh -huh. against these guys. <laughs> yes, I said these guys because he's one of them. Uh, then I got the New York Giants. Look, you know how I feel about Daniel Jones, but I really think this is a really good, well-coached team. And when I look at that NFC East, there's three. they had three teams going to the postseason last Could season. Happen. I just don't think they won't have these same three teams get in there again this year because the NFC is just so wide open. Uh, and then the Minnesota Vikings. Vikings making it, and then the Dallas Cowboys. So, all right. So much of your Daniel Jones commentary would be so much better if you said all the same things, but in place of Daniel Jones, you said Geno Smith. I'd be on board with that. In fact, you. my biggest shocker here is that you, much like I think Brew, don't respect the Seattle Seahawks. Mm. They've played a bunch of rookies. They have a great coach. They have a quarterback who, for the first time as an adult, has gotten a chance and has been awesome. They have excellent wide receivers. What They get to play the Rams and the Cardinals four times. What is not to like about the Seattle Seahawks? I, want to hear, I, I got questions about Geno. So, I, I, last five weeks of the season, he didn't play well. And so I'm wondering, you know, will he be the Geno Smith we saw last year? So for me, they, they even and with their receiving core, like I know that they're going to run the ball. That's just who Pete Carroll is. But with their receiving core, they've just always been up and down. Like DK Metcalf, is he a top 10 receiver? Is he elite? Like we know what he can be, but can he be that consistently? Mm -hmm. There's always been questions around, around their this. best receiver. So I, I, if the Giants are better than the Seahawks, uh -oh. I'll, I'll enter one of your fitness competitions with you. No. Let's go. What's the problem? Have you seen the outfits that what? you have to wear for that? <laughs> 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 well, it it doesn't matter. <laughs> we got it. Let's go, Danny Dimes. <laughs> calling it outfit. Greg, MVP. MVP, so here are my top three. Uh, no question how I feel about Joe Burrow. Look, he has two of the best receivers in all of the game. Offensively, they're going to have to put up points to score. Yep. He's going to lead the way. As long as he's healthy, he's going to be in the runnings for MVP. Patrick Mahomes, look, 
the only reason why I truly honestly don't have him winning it is simply because we become bored. Oh. We become bored with what he now if Travis Kelsey is out and he is out and he does it without the, sure. then Patrick Mahomes. But Jalen Hurts, second year in this system, second year with a, uh, AJ Brown oh, and, and Devontae Smith, all these guys together, you restocked and retooled your offense, swift out of the backfield. He has everything at his disposal. And for him to have the success that he had last season, but it to end off of him having a shoulder injury, I really like what he's going to be able to do with his weapons. It's a big he, one now. Yeah. I like Grand it. Finale. That's a good pick. Grand finale. What's Grand the Super finale? Bowl looking like, Greg? Super Bowl, let's go. Let's see. Come on. I actually have the Dallas Cowboys oh, in the oh, you're Eagles. Oh, so close. Oh, you do have in them in the, the NFC before. Championship game. And I got the Jets. Come on. Finding a way to get to the AFC Championship I mean, that would game. Be bad Let's go, A Rod. That's a whole nother. Let's go, A Rod. No, that would be a bad one more. That's like LeBron-esque. That would not be good. And ultimately, them Eagles gonna fly high. Dusty, I know you're feeling me, baby. <laughs> Greg, I'm glad to see that when you're off, you watch the show. Because I picked the Eagles a week ago <laughs> oh. to win the Super Bowl. There. They're the favorites in the NFC. Yeah, I picked you're the not the, I picked the Eagles. Yeah. Act like, clear you, out you, like you picked the the, the Falcons, and he's who doing are they, the same. Who are they thing. playing against? Who the Ravens. Eagles no, over no, Ravens. No, in the he has a rematch of last year. He has Eagles Niners. He has Ravens Bengals. It's just outrageous. You're just doing the same. You're making the same. Ravens Bengals is boring. This year, I just realized it. Jalen Hurts 2023 for Greg Jennings is Josh Allen. I knew he was going to. Oh, he's going to win the MVP. He's going to win the Super Bowl. And then come around Thanksgiving, he's going to be like. Josh Allen. I didn't realize that. That was kind of like the. Nobody. Yeah, nobody's got Josh Allen in the final four. People are wising up. Coming up next, Mahomes Mountain. Oh, Josh Allen fall. And and where's Caleb Williams? Oh, where is he? He better not be in there. Hey, college football fans, Joel Klatt here. We are bringing you the best college football analysis every week. Any questions? Then send them into the Joel Klatt Show mailbag. Follow the Joel Klatt Show on the Fox Sports app or wherever you get your podcasts. Oh, it's Tuesday at 4, and it's hot outside, but it's blustery in here as we gear up to climb the peak of quarterback excellence. Without further ado, grab some trail mix, your North Face jacket, and those very tight shoes with spikes on them. (laughs) We're headed to Mahomes Mountain. And I put in a little note in the teleprompter, blustery wind. Okay, Wilds, I'm very excited for this. (laughs) It is time for Mahomes Mountain. So there are only room for 28 quarterbacks on the mountain. And because of petitioning and whining, I have removed Caleb Williams, so it is only NFL quarterbacks. It was against my objection, but I didn't want every single week to have the same Caleb Williams argument and make my co-host look so dumb. And so I was trying to be a good teammate. So there's 32 teams, though. So base camp, these are the quarterbacks not even on the mountain. These five guys are not there because one of the spots, by the way, Kyler Murray currently on the mountain, but might not be there much longer as the injuries. So the rookies we've never seen play, and then Howell I have seen play. He did not quite make the mountain. Now, bottom level, these guys are outside the top 20. These quarterbacks either have not given us any reason to believe in them or they have regressed so much from once great greatness in Russell Wilson's case or they're too young to have elevated anywhere on there. There's, listen, their fringe starters are just young, unproven guys. Now, Tier 6, at their best, all of these guys have had games, maybe two or three game stretches, 
where they have looked excellent. However, their bad games are so rough and they are so often at this point in their careers that you cannot elevate them higher. Daniel Jones, of course, avoided those bad games last year, but he had a large sample prior to that, that to where you can't put them with these other guys who are top 15 quarterbacks to the next level. Listen, these are all solid starters, proven starters, and Justin Fields. And I don't say that as a shot at Justin. I'm saying Justin's the one that involves the most projection. Mm. You love his pedigree. You love the fact that he was the number two player in the nation out of high school, the number two pick no in the draft. No, well, no, some no, people no like one those talks things. about that. Uh, however, I think and all those guys the, are great And that you uh, – none of them were the number two player in the nation. Look it up. Uh, the rivals rating is very easy to Google. It's, but, uh, but Justin – we know what he can do with his legs, and he can see what he can do with his arms. Those guys are all outside the top ten. The hardest for me was Stafford. What is he going to look like post-elbow coming back this year? Now, we have the top ten quarterbacks. These guys are able to look like superstars when it's rolling for them. However, and they, have, and they are all outside the top five for various reasons. For Justin Herbert, as great as he is, and even though I am not a quarterback wins guy, you would like to see him win one big game. For Lamar, you would like to see him look like the player he was his first couple years in the league, more so than the last couple years. For Aaron Rodgers, question is, is he on the descent down the mountain or is he about to try to climb back up? And two, of course, it's about health and availability. And now to our top six. The toughest one here was, and we can show it to you, Dak versus Justin Herbert. We gave the nod to Dak Prescott for the body of work, and Dak Prescott did have one of the best playoff games of his you know, eight-year career just last season against a very good defense. Josh Allen, while everyone says, Nick, you're a Josh Allen hater, I have always been nothing but a Josh Allen truth teller and have him properly rated while everyone else was trying to wildly overrate him. And now some folks have gone too far in the other direction, have the Bills missing the playoffs. I don't have that happening. And Jalen Hurts, of course, looked like a top three quarterback last year, but the sample size is not quite big enough to anoint him in the top three. And you might say, sample size, what about one of those guys up there in Trevor Lawrence, which I say his sample size is his entire life. Oh so Trevor Lawrence and Joe Burrow are, of course, the next two guys. And this is a fluid pyramid. This is a fluid mountain. So guys will be moving throughout the year. But I do wonder what it will take to overtake the person at the top. And that is, of course, the mountain's namesake. And oh, dear God, look who's scaling. Taking, <laughs> taking the harder route to try to just quickly get near the is top. That That's Caleb Williams. <laughs> Scaling the mountain. So there it is. There is Mahomes Mountain as we head into the excellent. season. Thank you, Greg. That was excellent. I like the Caleb Williams. Yeah, but let's go all the way down. What are we doing? I what do you spy mean? Can you pick a Jones a guy. Oh, no. We're yeah, not yeah, doing yeah, this. Yeah, we, we are. We okay. are. Because this is blatantly disrespectful. You said this is fluid. And so I, I hope. That you finally identify some things during, throughout the course of the season <laughs> that allows him to climb the mountain. I yeah. didn't even catch that. What did you say? He said something about Mac Jones. Mac I was like, Jones. yeah, Mac Jones. That's right. You're like, no, Daniel Jones. No, no, no. Go ahead. We, when we say Jones, we yeah, Daniel. But for me, when you look at Daniel Jones, I, all this talk about him not being a, a top 10 quarterback, stop it. Every single last one of these quarterbacks, Patrick Mahomes, Burrow, the Prince, Hurts, Allen, all I can go on and on and on. They all have what? A go-to guy. They all have a legitimate pass-catching individual. We are just getting that for Daniel Jones. Now this is his second year in this stable offense with a head coach, steady, steady head coach and an offensive coordinator. He's going to be excellent. He's going to move up this mountain. Okay. I know he will be. And just for, just for you guys who want some visual 
full screens. I got this Fish for you. When you, yeah, oh yeah, yeah absolutely. When you it. look at Daniel Jones' uh, completion percentage, better than Patrick Mahomes. Uh, this is last season, by the yeah, way. Uh, interceptions, uh, he hit through fewer than. Jalen Hurts. Uh, passing rating, Lamar, where you at, man? I got you beat. Uh, 10 plus yard runs. And I only bring up this with Josh Allen because we always equate Josh Allen as a pass thrower as, as well as a runner. Yep. And uh, he was better than that. So, That's I mean, this guy, is, he's a legitimate guy. Get him a receiver. He now has Darren Waller. He's going to climb right, up there. If I could just respond quickly, yeah, please, show quick. the mountain again. I am not disrespecting Daniel Jones. You are disrespecting the only person that I would say you can make a strong argument that I actually should have him ahead of that he's not is Fields. And if you want to say, Nick, what Daniel Jones has proven more than Fields, all listen to that. Every other guy above him was better than him last year or has a far greater body of work. Geno was better than him last year. Goff was better than him last year. Stafford was hurt last year, won a Super Bowl the year before. Kirk Cousins has been, you know, the same guy for five years, always better than him. And, of course, the top ten guys. So I'm not – I will not apologize, and maybe he'll move up. We'll see if he'll move up, mm. but I think I have it right. Go ahead, Drew. What are the you shaking your head about? The disrespect – you and others on this panel – for Lamar Jackson, I, Where do you how in it? the world is Dak Prescott ahead of Lamar Jackson he's been back and Aaron Rodgers? But I could throw, really lead the league in interceptions in just twelve games. That, yes, I that, look. Look, Lamar has come down from when he won the MVP, but like Greg said about Daniel Jones, who's been Lamar's great weapon? I mean, Mark Andrews is a tight end. Yeah. But what receivers has he had to throw to? And now everybody's raving about Zay Flowers. So we'll see what he does. OBJ, I'm going to remain tempered on him. But I expect him to be a good possession receiver. And you got Rashad Bateman. So, I, look, I think Lamar, I said it before, I'll say it again, he has made a career of proving people wrong, including me. I didn't think he'd last as long as mainly a running quarterback. He throws it better than I thought he could. And he was a heck of an agent. <laughs> he proved he's well, proving people true. wrong in everything. So I think he's going to prove people wrong this year and get back. I'm not saying he wins MVP, but I think he gets back to one of those top-tier quarterbacks. So I am concerned that Lamar – here is the pessimistic side, and this is something coaches alluded to a lot, and I'll try to put it in you know my own language here. The pessimistic side for Lamar is – that he has struggled with some of the layups in the passing game even when defenses were giving him the layups because they were so afraid of the designed run game. That now if you are removing that designed run game and defenses are playing playing the pass first and playing more complex coverages, there are less layups. And he was struggling with the layups when they were right there. I, and so that to me is a legitimate concern. And that any player in the league that in consecutive seasons didn't make it through December, we would have concerns about. Even if he didn't suffer those injuries running the ball, it wouldn't matter. It's the same reason I think people are down on a DeAndre Hopkins or other guys who were super durable for a long time and then all of a sudden have missed time. That's a legit concern for me with Lamar, but I got him firmly in the top 10. It's a very slippery mountain. And if you're sitting at home, take a screenshot of this entire mountain because I think there's going to be a lot of movement even next Tuesday. Yeah. Are we doing on Tuesday? Tuesday. Tuesday. Yeah. Next Tuesday when we do this. Besides Mac Jones be flying up the mountain. <laughs> Let me show you a graphic. What's the difference statistically between Kirk Cousins? Oh, everybody loves this stat. Well, what do you want me to do? Well, they, 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 both, they both won 13 games. Except Kirk Cousins actually won them. Cooper Rush didn't win them. 
<laughs> the numbers are the same. He throws the ball more, more accurately. Actually, no, that's not true. Dak is a higher uh, completion percentage. Uh, but the interceptions are way off. And Kirk Cousins threw a decent amount of interceptions, but he played all the games. So what's the big difference? He, one guy has bad shirts. I get it. No. But that's, the, that's really, he's a little bit like, you know, aw shucks, nice. Yeah. But statistically, what, I'll, I'll why, tell, why are we saying Dak I'll is so you, much better I'll, than Kirk Cousins? Because you know, that was their careers. Statistically, they have been identical throughout their careers. But I will tell you the exact reason why. I saw Dak Prescott as a rookie step into the divisional round of the NFL playoffs and play a brilliant football game. Was now that a standard definition? Was that hold, an high definition? No, it was 2016. That was seven years ago. I, a long just, time ago. Hold, well, I didn't even oh. have it. One of my child was, he was, was in utero. Was I still playing? <laughs> he was in utero. Really? was in utero. As I was saying, Please. I this saw show him. Didn't even I exist, saw him. No, in 20, no today's the sixth year of radio in Houston. Show. Happy anniversary to us. <laughs> Talking but that's, about there's JJ a, Watt. <laughs> there is a point to be made, and no, I was actually that was back when I worked with Colin Cowherd. Man, were those the days. But as I was saying, I saw Dak Prescott as a rookie play one of the best games of his life in the playoffs, and I saw Dak Prescott this past season play one of the best games of his life in the playoffs. I don't have a concern that in the postseason, Dan, he did against the Bucs. Yeah, you saw Daniel Jones do that, too, what? against Kirk okay, Cousins. Okay, we're talking about Kirk Cousins yeah, right now, I'm not Daniel Jones. <laughs> Brock and so, oh my, all right, I'm you know just what? saying it. You're slipping down. I'm just saying it. It's about Brock Purdy. Everything you just said. playing street fighter right now. I don't know where it's coming from. Did you want to cape for Brock Purdy? You spent your time on Lamar Jackson. You're bringing up Daniel Jones when I'm trying to talk to you about Kirk Cousins, well, he had a point. who is your latest guy? That, what Not is my latest your obsession guy. on mediocre quarterbacks? <laughs> I like you love Sam Howell, come on down. Sam Howell. Baby Goat, come on down. Kirk Cousins, you're, what are you doing? <laughs> I just feel like he gets penalized for having bad you shirts. You just liked quarterback. That's true. <laughs> I mean, that's he had bad shirts. If he had better shirts, I feel like people okay. would respect him more. Yeah. Okay. He's got bad shirts. I get it. Yeah. But he's still throw the ball. <laughs> people love Justin Jefferson. Well, who's throwing the ball Justin oh, Jefferson? Yeah. Anybody. Oh, Justin Jefferson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anybody. 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 The answer is anybody. Well, the actual answer is Kirk Cousins. <laughs> Everyone knows that when you want every score, the best highlights, and the biggest stories from the sports world, you go to foxsports.com. But did you know all of your favorites from Fox Sports can come to you? Announcing your Fox Sports Daily. Fox Sports' all-new, customized daily newsletter delivering the top sports news and videos you care about every day. All you need to do is sign up on foxsports.com or on the Fox Sports app. And then just follow your favorite teams, athletes, and leagues to get only the news you want. The more favorites you add, the more personalized your Fox Sports Daily will be. So sign up today on foxsports.com or on the Fox Sports app and stay updated on the sports stories that matter to you. Well, it's Wednesday at 4 o'clock. to get you up to speed. Last night in an underground candlelit speakeasy, an elite group of football savants, scientists, and knee specialists drank eight cups of coffee. <laughs> As they argued, toiled, you know it, burned that midnight oil. <laughs> to deliver the most comprehensive segment in all of sports media, it's an honor and a privilege. Tears is back. Take it away. Wilds, thank you as always for the great introduction. I know we did a few off-season tiers, but they didn't quite know what I Yeah, pre-season. It is now officially football season. Week one. As the tiers are here. And because it is week one, all 32 teams still are technically alive. So there's quite a comprehensive tiers. Oh. We will start with the bottom tier. 
These are USC and UNC fans, meaning Caleb Williams and Drake May, except for, of course, for the Texans who don't have the pick and the Colts who drafted their guy. But that's it. These teams are likely going to fall off the tiers in short order, except for the Bucks, who could be frisky with Baker. All right, faint hope. These teams can't 100% be written off. Most people have at least one of these teams in the playoffs. The committee, however, will not fall for the okey-doke of the Broncos or the Bears <laughs> or Sam Howell or all of a sudden the Panthers are getting there. And, of course, Jimmy G and Josh McDaniels aren't making any playoffs. But there is some faint hope. Next group, only diehards. So what do we mean? Mm. So all of these teams are potentially viable for the playoffs. And that's probably a stretch. And it is the absolute ceiling. Only diehards could argue that, no, these teams could go further than that. In fact, we might hear from one of those <laughs> later in this segment. Those Fair. are you know, potential playoff teams. Fair. Only diehards oh. would argue more. All right, give me a moment here. This tier, it's very rare we do this. This is a one-team tier. And this tier is the 27 Yankees, the 85 Bears, and the 01 Lakers. Ah! I mean, it is. It, it, they deserve their own tier. They maybe deserve their own committee. The twenty, the twenty-three Jets joining the list of the greatest teams to have ever played. I mean, I don't know who's going to be Ruth, who's going to be Garrick. I don't know who's going to be Walter Payton. I don't know who's going to be Kobe and Shaq. But they got them all on the twenty-three Jets. Next, red zone favorites, solid teams with spectacular playmakers. There's not a true contender amongst them, but if any, if you're watching Red Zone and any of these teams show up, you're like, what am I'm on Ross St. Brown do? Did Jimmy or Gibbs do something? Justin Jefferson, Lamar, Drake London, soon to be offensive player of the year, Bijan Robinson. All of these teams should be alive for the playoffs into the final week of the season. The committee believes the Lions and the Falcons will be in the playoffs, but they are dynamic and they will be fun to watch all year. Solid everywhere. Coach, defense, skill position guys, Questions about each of these teams' young quarterback. Obviously, Pickett younger than Love, but Pickett oddly has more experience. But two coaches who have won, have had winning records every year of their career. Other coaches who have they've invested on defense in the, organizationally, and they're just solid teams everywhere. Fantasy champs: C. Mac, Debo, and Kittle, Allen, Williams, and Eckler, Hill, and Waddle. Listen. These three teams, the guys on it, will win your fantasy league. Unfortunately for these three teams, that is the only championship they really can win this year, other than maybe a divisional one. Mm -hmm. These are good teams, but not a true contender. And now we get to the true contenders. And this is the PMTSD tier, which is, of course, the Patrick Mahomes Traumatic Stress Disorder. Okay. These teams, listen, oh everyone deals with it differently. Oh Some teams call the league office and say, we must change the overtime rules. Some teams say, you should be allowed to hit a quarterback eight yards out of bounds. Some teams go as far as to say, does football have to be played on grass? How's that fair? Why don't we do it on cement? You all deal with it differently, and it has a long tail of affecting you. These are great teams, but all of whom know deep down in their heart of hearts, the best team we've had in years, one thing happened to it. We ran into the Godzilla that is Patrick Mahomes. Now to the cream of the crop. Underrated for now. Right now, the Jags and Seahawks, this the, you're going to say the committee's too high. I challenge you, mark this tape. And then around mid-October, pick up a copy of your local USA Today and check their power rankings when these two teams are combined 9-1 and one and see in those facile power rankings that always need to see something for a month before they know it's happening if these are top five teams because, of course, they are. And now we are to the top two and do not reveal it yet, 
because I must say something. While I am the chairman of the committee, I do not have, you know, voting majority by myself. You always I have to give this disclaimer. I objected to this tier's name, but the committee has been swayed, evidently, by Chris Broussard. SBOB. Oh, wow. The Dallas what? Cowboys. Wow. The committee has said. I are like you kidding me? Listen, the like committee it. has said Super Bowl or bust. The committee has said this Cowboys wow. season is not very well with Dak Prescott that they should be super, that they're by themselves very as instead well of the number done. one contender, they're Super Bowl or bust. And then, of course, at the top, once again, the 90s Bulls, now featuring even Scottie Pippen's holdout. Who could have seen that coming? You have Jordan, you have Phil, except it's Mahomes and Reed. And, of course, there it is. That is the week one NFL tiers. Wow. Well, there are some highlights on those tiers that I do appreciate. And, like, other than that, I hate this. I hate the tiers. Hate the tiers. I mean, I could go all the way starting from the bottom, but I'm not. I'm going to go straight to that underrated for now. What are we doing with the Seahawks? What are we what doing? Are what are we doing with the Seahawks? The what problem? Seahawks have proven nothing. Can mean? I take you back to last year? I get it. They are they made the playoffs. But yeah. can I take you back to last year? Can sure. we look at this uh their wins? Yeah. Uh do you see it? Like the teams that they played and, and I, what, what I really want you to uh, what I really want you to <laughs> highlight in your mind. Yeah. What I really want you to pay attention yeah. to is uh-huh. there's a con- the division NFC South. How good was that division? NFC South, not good. Terrible. Did they even win a game against anyone there? No, they didn't. They lost to the Falcons, Saints, Mm -hmm. Panthers, and the Bucks. And then there's no one on here that they truly beat. Their division was terrible. They went 4-2 there. They beat the Giants. They beat the 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 Chargers. They beat yeah, the Chargers. They're in the playoffs. Two, only the Lions everybody teams. That's loves. It. That's the Broncos it. you love this year. What are we talking <laughs> no, about? No, 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 no. And then when you look at this year's schedule, <laughs> yeah. like, I don't – where are they going to get their wins? They're going to beat the Rams. They're going to beat the Panthers. They're going to beat the Giants again. They evidently own the Giants. We're already three. The Cardinals is They've easy. They've proven but nothing. Game, they though. beat no one, and they are underrated for now. I, I like that. They are underrated, and they should be underrated if you ask me because they are overrated well, by you. Okay. Okay, I don't quite follow the very in there. What I will explain I like is, you know what I, you know what I heard throughout all of that talking about last year. Wilds, what are the tiers? Oh not? my gosh, what are they not? Greg, if you want power rankings, you gotta go pick up a USA. <laughs> also, and you know what they're also <laughs> certainly well, you, not. You, 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 you know what they're rank. also not. You know what they're also not. The standings, and you know what they definitely are. Oh, I ruined it. You ruined it. That's you right. did. Rusty. That's all right. I You're rusty. Power but you know what they're definitely not. Last year's standings. I don't care about records from last year. Last year's standings. What they proved? They had rookie tackles. They had a rookie corner. They had all these rookies everywhere. They were really good. And oh yeah, Gino just texted me. He well, said clearly, he ain't writing back to you either. Clearly, you about care it. about last year because what? you got them up there because what? of what they did last year. No, no, no. I, that's no. Stop it. Stop it. Go right. ahead. Go. <laughs> I gotta admit, Nick, well, yeah. you softened me up what? with the SBO. <laughs> I mean, cause I, I was, I, I have, I'm not that fond of the tears either. What I'm do you mean? So I went, but that television. second line is just, it's just making me soft. It's making me crumble a little bit. All right, but let me get to this. Let me get to it now. The Ravens, come on. What? They're ranked 15th. On here, I know. I, I I think it goes left to right. Wow. You say it doesn't, but I, I re- I've talked to a you few committee members off like the record, and they've shared with me anonymously. <laughs> it goes left to right. How in the world, I, Lamar Jackson? I, I I hope he keeps receipts. I hope he keeps receipts because you're not alone. 
Everybody is underestimating Lamar Jackson, acting like he hasn't done what he's done in his career. And I think people are going to pay for it. He is going to come in with a clear mind. He don't have to worry about his contract. He's thankful the organization believed in me. Yeah, it was a tough fight, but they gave me what I wanted at the end of the day. And I got some receivers. And then the Eagles. What have the Eagles done to people? What do you mean? Why are everybody like the Eagles are dog team? Everybody thinks that the Eagles are just gonna fall off. What? What? Is Hassan Reddick gone? I get Hargraves gone, but they added Jalen Carter on the on the front line. Uh, uh, Hassan Reddick's still there. Josh Sweat's still there. Brandon Grant's still there. I mean, the offense is gonna be better. Like. What happened to the Eagles to make everybody think they're not going to be legit? So that's my problem. The Eagles and the Ravens criminally underrated. The committee has the Eagles as a top three team in the conference and arguably a top five team or six team overall. The committee simply does not believe. Well, here's what the Eagles did. They didn't get 12 bad quarterbacks on this year's schedule the way they did last year. And until I see them play a quality quarterback and not give up 30, I'm going to have some concerns Week about one, that. Maybe. What? Week one. We, okay, well, I don't know about that, but we go ahead. Uh, okay, I like the Steelers. <laughs> I'm not. I've never gone in like I dislike the Steelers. I like George Pickens. I've been hypnotized, like we all have, by these wonderful training camp oh, practices. Yeah, I love that being said, the little soliloquy that you did about why the Steelers are so high and above the Patriots just makes no sense. Everything you said is actually what you're talking about. The Patriots. I got a great coach, great defense, and a QB who'll get better this year than he was last year. Okay, I agree. Last year, Patriots started one and four. Not great. Who was the one win against? It was the Steelers, mm-hmm. we, who we've beaten 13 in the last 17 times. Mm-hmm. Oh, but that was 13 in the last seven. T- Go ahead, I'll let you finish. What is that? Not impressive? Is that 15 and 0 like the Jets? But 13 in the last 17 tries, pretty good to beat the team. Yeah. It, it, Go ahead. 12 of those were with Brady. I think. <laughs> well, what do you want us to do? Trade Tom Brady well, 10 I'm years ago? I'm saying it matters more with divisional games. Okay, well we won. I'm just saying year. we won last year. Even, okay, good. Here's rookie year. Mitch Trubisky started that game. Here's rookie year. Uh, baby Goat versus Kenny Pickett. I mean, I guess Kenny Pickett's going to be better, but so is Mac Jones. I would actually be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised if Kenny Pickett had sophomore slump. Mac Jones has third-year renaissance. And finally, the defense. I understand Steelers' defense is good. Not as good as the Patriots. Yeah. So stop winning the Steelers so high. I know the coaches are great, but Belichick's still better than Mike Tomlin. Okay, defense I, still better than the Steelers. I, Mac Jones still better than Kenny Pickett. George Pickens, really good. Okay, I don't know that Belichick is still better than Tom. That's first of all. Second of all, you did a little tricky thing there where you showed Pickett's stats last year and Mac's stats two years ago. (laughs) They're the rookie year. year. Right, I understand that, which theoretically would help, uh, would even even it out, except for the fact that Mac went straight down last year. I understand that. There are, there is not a single wide receiver on the Patriots who would make the Steelers receiver room. Back. That I that I think that hurts them. And right. I think the Steelers Wide receivers are not the key to the, the whole thing. The, I know that the best player that. on the Steelers <laughs> missed half the season. And so that wasn't the case for the Patriots last year. And the Steelers still ended with more victories. But as I as the committee correctly predicted, only diehards can, you know, be like, no, my team, you're, you're <laughs> so, yeah, like the Titans. What about Brave? Like <laughs> kind of fell into that. Yeah, it fell right into it, buddy. Harper hits one in the air, looks back, it goes! Harper, the swing of his life! 
MLB playoffs are near, and you know what that means, Alex? Yep. Flippin' Bats will be staying up late and having all the fun. From breaking down the most important stories and games, nobody's done what he's doing. Nobody. Not even Babe Ruth. To interviewing baseball's biggest stars. I felt like I was pitching more stress. I was trying to be so perfect. No one covers America's pastime like us. So as we sprint towards this year's World Series on Fox, please make sure to listen, follow, and subscribe to Flippin' Bats with Ben Verlander and me. Alex Curry. Baseball is fun, and so are we. We're going to have fun, dang it. We'll talk to you soon. Welcome back. It's 4 o'clock on Thursday, which means it's time for the most motivational segment in all sports. It's also time where we reach out to the listeners and the viewers, and we read some viewer mails. For the year 2023, we just get satchels of mail. And I always like to read them, but before I do, I... Perfect. Great job. Dear Wilds, love the show. Well, thank you. That's very kind. Looking for a place I can take Dawn and the twins, Ryan and Brian, to watch the game tonight. Any suggestions? Sincerely, Dawn. Well, Dawn, I'm glad you got another letter from you and your family. There is one place I could recommend. It's... I don't know if we have the local ad for it. Stand by. No, Dusty. <laughs> Dusty. I told them to put your real body on Thank there. you, Wild. I am sorry. Thank you. I, I, Dust, come on. Dude. I've been saying this for months. <laughs> that looks nothing like me. That body. I know that. I, got, I got broad shoulders. I don't have that type of gut. My goodness. Them. This is a mistake, bro. I am sorry. Oh. I'm, I hope you can yeah, do I the bet you, I, I bet you are. I apologize. I bet you are. Sorry. <laughs> sorry. All right. At number three on the bottom list, Patrick Mahomes. Oh, oh wow. Well, this is stupid. I mean, look, it's the first game of the season. We Look, it's one game. We all know how great he Ooh. is. But Travis Kelsey, not likely to play, okay? And Dusty showed us the graphic earlier while you alluded to it. Patrick Mahomes has barely thrown many passes. I, I think we got the graphic coming up. We don't. we don't have the graphic, but you, it was you like showed 332 like, drops. Yeah, 332 without passes Kelsey. without Travis Kelsey. All right, here's the thing. Tonight, the starting three wide receivers for the Chiefs and the substitute tight end Noah Gray, the backup, they caught they've caught 106 passes total from Patrick Mahomes. Travis Kelsey caught 110 just last year. Well, that's good stuff. So that he's working with receivers he's obviously not too familiar with. A lot of guys that are young and a lot of guys that got something to prove. So I, I think it's going to be an opportunity for Patrick Mahomes to add to his legend. All right. And Patrick, you know I believe in you. So much so that Sports Illustrated has immortalized me as the chief believer in Patrick Mahomes. No pun intended. Sorry, Nick. It's just the truth. All right. At number two, Jared Goff. Hmm. All right. Jared Goff, um, you can make a statement tonight, my man. All right. People are always, they want to be your detractors. All right, they say you can't. When Nick said a few days ago, you can't win on the road. You're not the same quarterback on the road Just as you are at home. All right, last year they, they said, oh, yeah, oh, they, they were okay, but he can't beat good teams. He's 3-6 and six against playoff Just teams. Facts. So tonight, Jared, go ahead and make a statement. All right, let people know that you and your Lions are for real. Let people know. 
that the Lions got the best of that trade for Matthew Stafford oh, long term. Obviously, the Rams got a Super Bowl, <laughs> but long term, they could be better off with you than Matt Stafford. Let sure. them know that. Take them places that Matt Stafford could not take wow. the Lions and, and let it begin tonight. I believe in you, but not tonight. Y'all not going to win. But going <laughs> forward, I, I do believe in you. All right, at number one, another Lion. Dan Campbell. Huh. All right. Now, Dan, Dan's a bit bizarre. I like him. I really like him. I thought the other day his press conference looked like he had shoulder pads on. That's how big the dude is. All right. Oh, there he is. He's bizarre. Okay. He's worn a racing helmet to a press conference. Of course, his initial press conference, he talked about biting kneecaps. Okay. But it looks like he can coach. Right? Looks like a good coach. Last year led them to their first winning season in five years. But now the expectations have ratcheted up. And I would say this. Look, if you went out, go out there and win tonight, Dan, it is fantastic. You're going to get major love. But even if you don't win, you just can't get blown away. Mm-hmm. If you get blown away, then everybody, Nick brought it up earlier, and he's right. When you had a chance to really look like you could get to the playoffs, Inexplicably, it was like the mental hurdles that from your history as a as a bad franchise just all came storming back and you got destroyed by a bad Carolina team. So go out there, put up a good showing tonight. Let people know that you are here. You are for real. You don't have to win. Just don't get blown away. And that is this week's Butler. Fantastic. I do believe in Dan Campbell. I believe in him. Can I add somebody to the Butlers? Let's go to Kansas City because I think those young guys that you talked about at receiver or that entire receiving core – they needed to be added to this bud list. Why? Because I don't believe that they're going to be out on the field with Travis Kelsey. And so when I look at this collective group, you can't – there's not a single guy that can just fill the void of a, of a talent like Travis Kelsey. But there is a guy, and he just happened to go to my alma mater. Oh, oh yes. We're back. Come on now. Uh, Sky Moore, will you please come to the forefront? Like yes. when you watch Sky Moore, and I, I love Sky Moore. He's smart. He's a guy that's going to play in the slot, similar to what they're going to be missing out of Travis Kelsey. And so when you look at footage of Sky Moore, in particular this film right here, we see Sky Moore right there circled. They're playing the L.A. Rams. Sky Moore is a guy that can provide you some slot, middle of the field, playmaking ability. Look at the vision right there. He doesn't have him. If Patrick Mahone doesn't have him. So he scrambles out to the right. Sky Moore, one of the things you have to do when you're playing in the slot, you have to keep your eyes on the quarterback. You have to play with awareness. You have to be a smart football player. That is Sky Moore. And when you watch the play unfold, Sky Moore, look at him. He looks Make sure he sees where the defender is because naturally, the, your quarterback, he's scrambling to the right. So what does everybody tell you to do? Follow the quarterback. Cover, uncover with your quarterback. But what does Sky Moore oh, do? He, he identifies nice. that they're in a zone. He's very crafty and shifty. He sees where the open spot is. He doesn't just slide back to his right. He slides to his right and back to the quarterback so that he can uncover and give him the space that he needs to make a throw. This is the type of play that we would normally see out of Travis Kelsey. No Travis Kelsey, we got to see guys like Kadarius Toney, Sky Moore, and others collectively try to fill that void that Travis Kelsey is going to have open. I like, like it. That. And it's a chance for these guys to shine and really to set their mark that, hey, 
we're going to be just our fine this year with our receiving core. And Tony, I want him to stay healthy. I mean, and I'm not even joking. Like, no, of course. He just hasn't been able to be on the field. If he's on the field, he's going to be great. Also, if I'm not mistaken, the pick, the receivers Greg put on the bud list, the picture at least is NBS Sky Moore and Kadarius Tony. Not pictured is Justin Ross, who, yes. could, uh, who could be a monster. Who, who, who could very well be on that photo. Oh, you know, well. he's catching touchdown pass for a national championship game. Prince of those promise. Justin Ross don't mess around now. All right, now I am putting someone on notice and on the bud list. The entire NFL okay, outside no, of Kansas not, City. But, oh, really? Because here's what's going to happen after the all 31 teams okay. and everybody that covers the league. Because here's what's everybody. Because here's what's going to happen after the Chiefs wallop the Detroit Lions wow. with no Chris Jones and with no Travis Kelsey. Go. You're going to hear a whole – you know what you're not going to hear, Brew? Bass in people's voices. You're going to hear a lot of equivocation. <laughs> you're going to hear everyone that's been all week talking about how this is the Bengals year. Tomorrow morning on TV, they're going to be like, well, look, uh, yeah, the Chiefs look really good, but – it's hard to go back to back. Well, I mean, uh, something could happen. You're going to have a lot of people saying, obviously the Chiefs are the favorites, but I think something weird. That's what you're going to have happen. And across the league, you're going to see teams say, okay, um, wait, this team is getting Chris Jones back, the guy who's been defensive player of the year. This team is getting adding Travis Kelsey midseason. Do you remember, Brew, when there was reporting that during the rise and run of the Warriors, there were some teams that were just planning for like post-Warriors, like, eh, just give them these years. It'll be like that, except LeBron plays for the Warriors in this scenario as opposed to playing against them. <laughs> and the hope had been, well, Tyreek's gone. What about when Kelsey's gone? Well, let's see. Because if they go hang 38 on a potential Super Bowl contender, maybe it's just, you know, another 10 years you're going to have to wait out. The entire NFL is under duress, except for the Chiefs. Addition. Well, yeah. I mean, I liked it. It was good, but it's just a... The whole league. If it's a, it might be a close game. If it's a close game, I don't think the league's going to... Okay, end. that's fine. And we, we, I think, I believe in the Lions defense, but you do? everybody does. Who are you picking tonight? I don't know that. Well, I mean, it's the Chiefs. <laughs> the Chiefs. I mean, I can't with this guy. I know. It's, just, it's, it's called nuance, it's Greg. Nuance. Everything's not black and white. It's called nuance. It's shades. Just quickly here. <laughs> shades. Shades. I quickly. see the shades. I'm putting uh, Trevor Lawrence on the bud list. There's nothing. Well, for Trevor one, Lord. because I believe in Patrick Mahomes. And Patrick Mahomes... If, if the Chiefs end up winning, well, bad news because Patrick Mahomes has extra rest and he's going to go in and destroy the Jacksonville Jaguars. If Patrick Mahomes ends up losing somehow, oh boy, revenge game. Remember, from, they maimed him. Yeah. He's going to go in and destroy. And I know just upset alert is coming tomorrow. Oh. That's it. You're using Bruce's <laughs> segment to, pr- to promote your segment? Is that what That's you just did? Blow. You didn't even have a tape there. Bro, it's he used a low He knows wow. under the bud hey, list is our highest rated segment of the week. And he's using it to promote Wild's upset alert. What are you going to get from Anthony Richardson? Does anybody know? <laughs> what, what is Does that anybody know? <laughs> First of all, you put your body on my head in the pre- in the first thing, and now you're, you're, you're getting upset. Or you're stealing my seat. The cheese. My God. It's just the very end. And I, I didn't want to say it. I've known it for a year or so that that was your body. Now I had to I let it loose. You're a gentleman. Hey, college football fans. This is RJ Young, host of Fox Sports' number one college football show. 
the biggest names, the biggest games. The theme is we do it big on this here thing. Please subscribe on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts. Really embarrassing for you guys to have both picked the Chiefs. That's a fair point. You know what? It's just three guys all equally wrong about the first football game of the year. I don't even know why we're making a big deal of it. We probably should be talking about Team USA losing. That's something. I put him in weird and wonderful. Nice try. Won't work. We start with 20 and 0. Oh, no, that is. (laughs) (laughs) Drew loved it. Despite getting away with 50 false starts, the Chiefs still couldn't manage to score more than two touchdowns as the Frisky Lions tattooed Kansas City 20-21. Here's Patrick Mahomes after the game. It's embarrassing for me to lose any time. Like I said, after the ring ceremony, I'd moved on to the next season. Obviously, it's cool for the fans to be able to see the banner and drop it at Arrowhead Stadium. Um, but this is a whole new year, and I think uh, I know that. Um, and we're gonna we're trying to win another Super Bowl, and this is obviously not the way we wanted to start. And so, anytime I lose, I'm embarrassed. Um, and so, I'm gonna try to get better so I don't lose more as the season goes on. Brew, who should be more embarrassed? Our friend here who called 20 and 0, got a tattoo, said there were gonna be a dynasty, said you know Patrick Mahomes averages 38 points, there's zero chance, five and 0. 19 touchdowns, one interception, or Patrick Mahomes? <laughs> <laughs> Loves it. He's loving it. Our friend! And look, Nick. What? Nick, 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 Nick. Yes. As you know, and as you know, Wiles. Yeah, I know. I've been in this game a long time. Facts. I've been Black in this game since you were sleeping in Spider-Man underoos and onesies and, and whatever you were sleeping in when you were eight years old. <laughs> I have sat across the table from all of the great hot take and debate artists out there yeah. at this network and the other one. All of them. All two. This may take the cake, my man. This may be the worst prediction. I've even made a bad prediction or maybe one bad prediction in myself. But this may take the cake. 20 and 0? It wasn't great. How about 1 and 0? Can we get to (laughs) 1 and 0? Never a doubt? It's just. How about never a chance? Oh, well, that's a little much. No Kelsey, no problem. (laughs) How about no Kelsey? No offense! <laughs> Nick! I, I do not, from this moment on, I do not want to hear another joke about the Brooklyn Nets. Oh, you can't make this about, about you. About the L.A. Clippers? No, this is... Adam, Jimmy Garoppolo, Russell Wilson. No! No! It's over. You have lost that right. <laughs> I can't with you, Wiles. Just go. I can't with you, man. Go. Well, okay. I'm done. Do I go? No, you're not go. Don't go yet. I, I felt. <clears throat> I know he's upset with you. Well, I don't know why. I felt disappointed because I felt lied to. What, what lied As to? As you know, I was a fan of the greatest dynasty in all sports. I said, you know what? The guys made some solid points. It's like rooting against Jordan in the '90s. Why don't I? Treat the Patriots like my first son and treat the Chiefs like my second son. I'm thinking about going back. You told me it wouldn't care about Kelsey. It wouldn't be a big deal. Oh, yeah? Here's the final numbers on what happened. 45.5%. Look at that byline. Completion percent. Career low. 
Oh. Because I tried to be a I also lost 20 bucks on the game because I followed your stupid tweet. It has won me several dollars in the past, but last night it backfired. I did have Dusty try to kind of, because I tried to be the silver lining guy, you know. You're mean, and Broussard's all facts, so I tried to be the nice guy. Tried to salvage your 20-0 prediction. Dustman, can you help us out there? Never a doubt, Chiefs, 20-21. to 21, But that's close. <laughs> the person I should have listened to all along was the only person that was truly right on this program. We can introduce him now if we have there's a chance. A, I, it's a special guest, the guy who actually called. We're bringing it. <laughs> I who actually called the game. <laughs> yeah, he called you. it. He was right. He doesn't even have, have a chair. chair. He doesn't have a chair. All the way to have a chair. The man Campbell, not Dan. <laughs> this is what we do. I'm entering on the scene, and you mad about it. <laughs> Let's go. Let's go. As you did a call wise it. man. Oh, go ahead, Greg. I'm sorry. Yeah, 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 yeah. We, we got a lot to talk about because all my watch, watching this game last night, you yeah. know what I would do? I would look at the game, watch a play be made, and then I would look at my phone to see if somebody was tweeting. Well, you know who was tweeting? Woo, your little finger, your little thumbs were happy last night. It was my guy, Nick Wright. Oh, Look at all so these tweets. That wasn't a good one. It's, that was a good it's one. early, and I'm not sure he can keep up with it all, but he's leading the league in passing, rushing, yeah, uh, rushing. snaps, all oh. the things. Look at all these tweets just rolling yeah. in. The Lions punting here is massive mistake. It was. Massive mistake. Yeah, you think so? Yeah. I'm looking at this one. <laughs> Same exact thing that happened in the Super Bowl. Was it? Was it? <laughs> I mean, was there any more? Look at this one. You can get the Chiefs. That cost me 20 bucks, Greg. You, you can get it the Chiefs at minus yeah. one and a half. That's a lot. <laughs> if you jump on it now. Yeah, still a good bet. I still like that bet. Look, you, you want to know what happened last night? Well, a, a fluke? No, no, no fluke. Dan Campbell and the Lions are what That's happened true. last night. And I tried to tell you, I'm not, I'm not even just coming at you. Even though this feels like it's just you, it, it was you too. Well, <laughs> yeah, thank you. It was you too. Thank you. It was everybody. It was all, uh, uh, all these, all these 20, jackals. Right? Yeah. You know what? As a wise 20. man once said, it's my turn. Uh, <laughs> okay? I am going to go ahead and respond because I know America today mm -hmm. wants to hear my shame and embarrassment. Oh, I yes. know they do. Chief. Yeah. And listen, right. Nick True. Wright, the prognosticator, 2023 is not going the way 2022 went. As you know, Wilds, yeah. I was named by Reuters, most accurate sports pundit of 2022. Google it. Really? And then 2023 started great. Started great. You have a massive fly on well, you. Well, that's my friend. Jacket. That's um, my friend. If you 2023 <laughs> started outstanding, Wilds. Got almost the entire NFL playoff bracket. Correct? The beginning of the NBA playoffs were going great. And then it went awry. Conference finals, NBA finals. And now, as Bruce said, I might have on my resume the single worst pundit <laughs> prediction. You think? You do. In sports television history. I guaranteed a team would go 20-0, and, mm -hmm. and they didn't manage 1-0. And, and that, I have to wear that literally for the rest of my life. So Nick Wright, the pundit, is ensconced in shame. Nick Wright, the husband, not doing great, to be honest. <laughs> I know this will shock you guys. My lovely life, wife, who all of you know, 
Wasn't a huge fan of the tattoo before the Chiefs lost. <laughs> Today, this, this morning, maybe even less of one. Nick Wright, the father, trying to set a good example. Don't be impulsive. Think about consequences yep. of your actions. My kid this morning, her TikTok was inundated with friends of hers sending them <laughs> clips of the world making fun of me. So all those versions of me yeah. feel oh. sick today. The saving grace is this. Nick Wright, the Chiefs fan, might feel better than I did yesterday. Okay, here we go. Nick Wright, and the Chiefs we're fan, back on track. that is not as wrapped up in 20-0, and 0, is wrapped up in one thing and one thing only. The dynasty rolling on. You know what that, per- that Nick Wright saw? That, you know what? This absolutely not only can be, but will be a top 10 defense. Greg's beloved Detroit Lions scored one touchdown all night on a drive that didn't involve a fake punt and two touchdowns all night on offense. That this defense that had all the young players, that was the genesis of the 20-0, was it was going to be a good defense, could be, not could be, will be the best of the Mahomes era. And, he, and that's once, even maybe before they get Chris Jones back, certainly once they do. But most importantly... Wilds does not say many wise things on this show. However, a few months ago, when I was flirting with 20-0, you said something that I believe to be correct. Oh. That's not what the Chiefs need. They don't need the whole world this is true. kneeling at their feet. They need doubters. They need haters. They need a chip on their shoulder. And so while, yes, it is unfortunate for me in my professional career that I have the worst (laughs) prediction ever on my resume. For the Chiefs, the fact that now they once again are going to be able to play the people don't believe in us card. Mm -hmm. They're going to once again be able to play the people are ready to move on from us card. That plus the fact that that defense, you all must admit, Played better than you thought it would, allowing 14 points against a high-flying offense. Nick Wright, the Chiefs fan, I'll tell you this much. If 20-0 were still technically possible, I think I'd believe in it. I think I would. I don't know that. 19-1. Let me see if that can get tattooed on my arm. Kadarius Tony, let's dig into the game. Kadarius Tony's final stat line. One catch for one yard. Misled to a pick six, obviously dropped another critical pass in the fourth. Here's Mahomes after the game. I have trust in, in KT. Um, he, he missed a lot of training camp. Um, obviously, he wanted to play and, and, and fought rehab hard so he could play. Um, and, and stuff's not always going to go your way. Obviously, um, he would have wanted to catch a few of those in the game, but I've trusted that he's going to be that guy that I go to in those crucial moments, and he's going to make the catch and, 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 and win us some seasons like he did last year. So we're going to continue to work him in, get him more and more reps, um, and I'm sure that, that those drops will kind of disappear. Good leadership from Patrick Mahomes. Yep. Are you blaming this on Kadarius Tony? Absolutely not. Obviously they win if he plays better. In fact, if, even with the pick six, if he just catches the first and ten pass after the Chiefs stopped him on fourth down, they're already in field goal range. But I am not blaming it on Kadarius Tony because I understand, A, that of the three biggest plays in the Super Bowl last year, Tony made one of them. And I'm not even talking about the walk-in touchdown. Mm-hmm. The punt return might have been the second biggest play, of, third biggest play of the entire Super Bowl other than the Mahomes scramble and the Bolton scoop and score. He did that. Super Bowl he, record. He also 
fought his way to be back ready for this game after missing all of camp. And listen, he had a miserable game. He had as bad of a game as you can have. But I'm not going to kill a guy who probably should have not been playing for getting himself as ready as he could with no preseason, no training camp. And where I will give Patrick massive credit is not just with his post-game commentary, but his in-game actions. Now, maybe it cost the Chiefs, but he didn't give up on it. And we have seen plenty of great quarterbacks that if a guy has one drop, let alone a dr- two drops, the second of which is a pick six on your record, be like, nope, mm-hmm. not going to anymore. Patrick continued to show faith in him. Mm-hmm. I believe in Tony as a talent. So, yeah, I mean, listen, is he the biggest reason they lost? I suppose, but I'm not blaming him for the loss, if that makes sense. Yeah, his miscues proved to be the, the most deadly of them all. Like, when you talk about the drop that turns into an interception in a pick six, and then you talked about the, the last drop he had when he turns that first, first down after the defense, but mind stop. you, gets the stop on fourth and two, mm-hmm. turn around, and they're one completion, and you're automatically in field goal range, and yeah, you don't come up with the catch. It was – look, if I'm in that locker room, and, and I get how, how, how everyone always talks about, you know, we win as a team, we lose as a team. But, <clears throat> my man. <laughs> what? You lost that game for us. Oh, like sorry. that's what that's what's going on in the locker room. Like Kadarius Tony, Kadarius Tony knows. Look, oh, okay. if I played better, I I, I blew this one. Yeah, I blew it. Th- now there are other things that happened that could have helped them win that game, but they didn't. And the fact that that is what he has to go home with. Yes, it is the worst feeling ever. I thought Patrick Mahomes did a remarkable job of going right back to him, continuing to keep him involved, but he just didn't answer the bell. And I said yesterday... Those guys in that receiving core room were under duress. Yeah. They didn't listen. You also oh, told us right. yesterday that Sky Moore was going to be great. And he didn't and, listen. I mean, yeah. The next great Western Michigan receiver will be the first one. I'll tell you that much right now. I can't believe it. I'm, go ahead. Can't win with him. Can't win with him. Can't win with him. I mean, everything you guys said about Kadarius is right. And you showed the highlight from the Super Bowl. But guess what he wasn't doing? Catching it. He was catching a punt, but not uh, – I want to see this dude – I figured he could catch in college <laughs> and up to the NFL, but he was horrible last night. I'm not going to pile on. You guys did a good job of pointing it out. There were other problems, though. I thought that the Chiefs got manhandled on the front lines, and I thought by the end of the game, Detroit's physicality – and this is where they missed Chris Jones – They were running all over the Chiefs in the fourth quarter. They ran for 54 yards in the fourth quarter. Look at this touchdown run. That's just guys being weary. I mean, they were having their way. They had the ball for nine and a half minutes, actually nine minutes, 42 seconds in the fourth quarter. All right, so I thought physically they beat you guys up. You had one sack. Now, they didn't have any, so I can credit you for that. But you guys had one sack. You mentioned it last year or mentioned it this week. Last year, y'all were second in the league in sacks. Last night, without Chris Jones, they had one sack. And everybody might point to Kadarius Toney, the the ball that went through his hands, the pick six. Okay? This one, you know, a lot of people might just say that was the game. Mm. I could argue that just kind of evened things up. Because, again, with the physicality, if you – this fumble – if you go to the second quarter, that's true. The Lions were marching again, beating the Chiefs up front. They were. Eleven plays, sixty-one yards, a six and a half minute drive, and on this short pass to Marvin Jones Jr., he fumbles. 
So they may have scored right there. At least they were going to get a field goal. They may have gotten a touchdown. One of those turnovers is a forced turnover, and the other is not. That those are not the 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 the, the, the like the Jalen Hurts turnover in the Super Bowl was not a forced turnover. Right. Mm-hmm. That was and to me I put that in the same bucket as the Kadarius Tony play. That play the Chiefs made was a forced turnover. If I'm if I'm on Detroit side, I'm not. That's something we can't do. We cannot, especially against a team like the Chiefs. Well, sure. We're not dropping the ball in the red zone. So I just think that their physical play. Really ate you guys up, and I and I'll go here too. Last thing, they scored fourteen. The, the, I know, but still, they wore you guys out. It was clear in the fourth quarter. In the that fourth up quarter, front, they couldn't the pick up the fourth won. and two. They had the ball for nine and a half minutes. But they, but they the, right. I understand. They that, ran they, for fifty-four they, yards. They had a fourth and two to uh, not ice the game, but come close to it. They mm-hmm. couldn't pick it up, and on the very next play. The play Greg's talking about, the Chiefs have a receiver running wide open in field goal range. The Lions lose. And well, that's not that play is not what I'm talking I'm talking about the physical play I, up front. I, Fourth I, and two is never easy to get. Okay. So I, I just think that even the I'm, I'm gonna point out the coaching staff, the fake punt. Okay. I give now, him credit for that. Campbell did a great job, but you know what? Since he's been coaching the team, which is barely two years, they have eight fake punt attempts. That's five more than the next nearest team. They're going. And they've made seven. My point is. Within the 20, though. My point is, why weren't the Chiefs ready for that? Well, hold on. They've done it. They've done it. Nobody's ready for that. And, Brew, that is. Hold on. No, be ready. Brew. If that, that, this is 100% you playing the result. Because if that goes the other way, you are killing Dan Campbell. Yep. You are no, telling him, be conservative. Is, Campbell does that, though. I, Brew, and you He's are killing him He's done it way more than anybody work. else in the league. Brew, I'm just saying, if I'm, a Chiefs, once. if I'm the chief coaching staff, I'm like, be ready. These I, guys are unpredictable. He's done this way more than anybody else Staley in the league. Staley does that, That's you're all calling I'm saying. for him to be fine. No, well, true. Even it your doesn't work when Staley like, oh. It doesn't work. Uh, turning our attention to the Lions, Greg's Lions, late in the game. The Chiefs opted to go for it on 4th and 20, and then 4th and 25 after the false start finally got called. C.J. Gardner-Johnson didn't appreciate it. No respect. You're going for it on 4th and 20. You've got no respect for us. That's not going against the players. It's the coordinator not thinking we're going to be prepared in the situation. Okay. What? Nothing. I mean, listen, shocker, shocker, C.J. Gardner-Johnson is something to say. But the thing is, that Lions secondary on that drive was leaving guys wide open every play. Kadarius Toney was wide open. He dropped it. The next play almost got him in field goal range. Sky Moore was his biggest play of the night. It gets called back with a holding penalty. They went for that fourth and 25, not out of disrespect for the Lions, but because of time score situation and their belief that if we punt, we might not be getting the ball back. Also, it should be noted. They left that. That was open, too. Yeah, open. I mean, that was a perfect pass, and it would have been a tough catch, but it hit Sky Moore directly in the hands. Right. And so I just don't buy like this idea that this was disrespectful. No, it wasn't. Like, And I don't think it's the fake punt was disrespectful, but it was more outside of the flow of the game mm-hmm. than that. Like, I understand it's 4th and 25, but it's 4th and 25 at the two-minute warning. So that's why they went for it. It wasn't out of disrespect for the defense, Chauncey Gardner. I'm with, I'm with 
CJ Gardner Johnson. Really? Like, really? Absolutely. Absolutely. For me, it is disrespectful, and he should take disrespect. Like, when you look at what he he did, he was able to do in that game, He was his handprint went all over that game. Even on that drive, the the second and 20, Sky Moore actually makes the catch. Yes. And he's, he sticks his hand in there and knocks it out. So it's, it appears oh, on the second and on 20, the second and on, 20 the, on, on that yeah. same very drive. Yeah. So I get how you, you're backed up and you're looking at, does the team have all that? Wait, they do have all their timeouts. Fourth and 20, false start, which <laughs> it should have been being called on Jawan okay, Taylor all, all game. That's crazy. But for the, on that, that's, that, watch Lane Johnson, Trent Williams, I'm, or Jawan Taylor last four years. It was, Everyone's doing it. It was ridiculous last night. However, the fourth and 25, I'm like, there's no way he's going for it right now because he got three timeouts in his pocket. You got Patrick Mahomes. Everything we see Patrick Mahomes do, 13 seconds against the Bills, that's all I need. That's enough I mean, time. He has to get so, the ball. I understand that, but the defense had just gotten the That's stop. True. Fourth and two. Tr- put some trust in your defense. Yeah, I, I'm with Nick on this one. I, I thought it wasn't disrespect. It was out of desperation. All right, like you said, I, I think that they were getting the best of the Chiefs up front. And I think Andy Reid saw that. There was a good chance they weren't going to get the ball back. Like I said, they had had the ball for nine minutes in the fourth quarter. They had rushed for 54 yards. That's almost that's more than 200 a game if over four quarters. So I think he saw his team was a bit spent up front. We don't have our main guy, Chris Jones. There's no guarantee we're going to get the ball back. And it was in Sky Moore's hands. Perfect it's a tough catch, but so Greg Jennings would have made that catch. You better believe it. Maybe. Greg Jennings would have made that catch. <laughs> Finally. It's been a rough day for you online. I don't know if you've been online. Oh, shut up. It's been a little rough. Yeah. Uh, the Detroit Lions. <laughs> I mean, this is just not this is not a fan account. No. This is just the the Detroit Lions gives us a little bit of publicity, which I liked. Uh, <laughs> good for us. But I mean, uh, no, that wasn't hey. great for you. I mean, maybe any clout is good clout. No, I'm not. Say, listen, unlike perhaps. you, who is quote walking around the office saying to anyone who will listen, I'm going to become Instagram famous. Well, that's my new goal. That is Wilds' new goal, America, is to become quote Instagram famous. I think the Lions are trying to make me cower. And Dusty explains like, oh, that's a meme about a, from a video game, and then I don't even understand what the meme was, but they were making fun of me, is what I was told. Yeah. And so yeah, I sense that. I figured I that part out, but I didn't moves. understand why there was that guy in the hat. But everybody wants to know, was the tattoo real? Yes. And what the st- and, and you guys all know the tattoo is real. I'll show it to you again. Okay. That's what? just a poorly done. <laughs> what? What? That's what? Poorly What's done. the problem? That's poorly done. What's, What's it's poorly not even done? the same font. <laughs> what do you mean? Okay. What do you mean? <laughs> what, Greg? Greg? What's oh, Greg? Greg's going to. What is Greg? Uh-oh. trying to shame me. His this arms is body look shaming. a lot better than What are yours, you about to do here, here Greg? His no, four, I'm going. Mike is down here, so yeah. I got to keep my. Exactly. But you know what? I was so inspired by you. Is this guy? I was like, you know what? I never had a dummy like mine, baby. This was never a doubt. So I wouldn't have got me one too, Nick. You see it? That is not real. That is it. Huge difference between the four. Oh, no. Yes. We know. We know that Greg Jennings is in slightly better shape than me. Okay.